You really want a dose of reality? Fine. You make people think you jerk off your pets. And you also make us think you're really fucking good at it. Hello and welcome to a show that says you have all the personality of the last place loser of the high school special needs science fair. Here on the Beer Pod Network! Season 2! Because your theory is we're going to go down there and have a donkey barbecue and I want to furnish the ass, right? You are not the You don't know where that's been. Hello and welcome back to episode 16 of the Peter Pod Network. I am Peter Pod, he's Will in the back, and this week's mascot, the shoveled up corpse of Queen Elizabeth II, spent her final years investigating if her son Prince Andrew was a pedophile. And I'm guessing right about now is kicking herself for not doing an investigation into who was a necrophiliac. And we are back this week with a special thank you to Cadence and Dover for this week's mascot joke. Takes a real asshole to make a necrophiliac joke, so I guess you are right where you belong. If you remember last week, we announced that we had retired the butt slut as our mascot and are currently looking to find a replacement for. She was not pretty enough to be that stupid. So if you have a suggestion as to who should be the next target of our special brand of fuck you, write into the Network at gmail.com and let us know who you think should be the next mascot for this very show. And just a warning before you write in, this show is brought to you by and listened to by some really giant fucking assholes who spent a lot of their time fucking with our last mascot. They even hacked her OnlyFans at one point and deleted that shit. Which, while amusing as a motherfucker, and well-earned, it's probably also why you should make sure that the person you submit really does deserve what could possibly happen. We don't ask people to do it, but we sure as shit aren't going to tell them not to. So just be careful with the power that we are sharing with you. Now, also make sure to hit that subscribe button or whatever platform you're listening to, The Peter Pod Network on, and give us a follow on all the major socials. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're not on TikTok anymore, though, and it has nothing to do with the China connection either. It's more like we have lives and like to go outside. You can also find us on Amazon Music, Samsung Podcast, Spotify, YouTube, and more. There's a search bar. Just type in Peter Pod Network and see what happens. Not on Apple, though. Not unless they reimburse us for that ointment. You can also find all things Peter Pod Network at PeterPodNetwork.com, where you can find all the full episodes, the art, songs, and all the stupid shit that makes us New Hampshire's favorite shitty little show. We got some questions in the email this week that we wanted to get into on the show. Sent in with her mascot, Joe Cadence in Dover Ass. Does the sound company play live anywhere? And the simple answer to that is no. Not even a little. I can sometimes be found around Southern New Hampshire with a guitar in a bar, but that's about it. The whole point of the sound company really was just to see what happens when you're only given an hour and a half or so to write and record an entire song. Figured it would end up being a hilarious train wreck, but for those who've been listening to the show for a bit, no. Those fuckers put out two songs a week for the Peter Bond Network, and at least half our email every week is about which songs should be included in the music episodes. So the short answer is no. Sound Company does not play live. The long answer is, we didn't write down the fucking songs when we make them. It's the only place you can hear the music of the Sound Company would be right here on the Peter Pod Network. We got a big show for you this week as we talk about what the fuck is going on with Bam Margera. Our severely overweight crackhead looks like he's sprinkling that shit on every meal he eats. And the latest attempt to legalize marijuana in New Hampshire has hit another snag, but anyone who smokes pot really isn't going to let that stop him. Al Pacino joins Robert De Niro by knocking up his 29-year-old girlfriend, which means that his kid will actually have a friend at least to bring to his funeral when he dies of natural causes next year. And the verdict in Danny Masterson's rape trial is in. It looks like the That 70s Show star is about to make a lot of new friends with face tattoos. And in a story you just have to hear, as we promise we ran with this one, 
Fat jokes are making Lizzo sad. And she's threatening to quit the music industry. But since she eats with a shovel, we seriously doubt it. So, hold on to your shit. Get ready to wonder what medication we're on as we get this show started off right with... What are the words to the song? I don't know, but I'll carry on. Because I've got something to say. And here comes the rant of the week. And the rant has returned, and this week we ask, could somebody please do something about Bam Margera? I mean, for fuck's sake, people. That's right, the former skateboarding child prodigy and, of course, world-famous former jackass star appears to have lost his fucking mind in spectacular fashion. After over a year's worth of TMZ-worthy stories that range anywhere from a prolific drug habit to hiding for days from the police after a domestic violence incident involving his brother. And if I was telling a dad joke, I'd say he's two trucks short of a full board. If I was telling a good joke, I'd say Bam Margera now looks like the Wish version of the Macy's Day parade float. A bloated gas-filled bag it was definitely higher than anyone else around him. There has been a lot of speculation as to what exactly is happening to Bam Margera, and while we don't plan on pulling our punches here tonight, we should mention that the methed-out man-child is dealing with some serious mental health issues and what appears to be a cheeseburger addiction. And judging from the latest pictures, he's up to about a 50-a-day habit. The future ones look good for Bam Margera, but according to a lot of people, since the death of his longtime friend and jackass co-star Ryan Dunn, Margera seems to have traded getting hit in the dick with a wiffle ball bat for a bottle of Henny and a fat bag of crack which is now his area of expertise, apparently, as the latest reports from, well, everyone, are that Bam Fatty McFuckup Margera has declared, and I quote, I'm gonna smoke crack with the bums down at the fucking boardwalk until I'm dead unless you deliver me fucking Phoenix. You are 100% fucked and I'm out of here. Oh, that's his kid Phoenix, by the way. I didn't want to leave that part out. But back to the quote, I'll kill myself with crack if you don't give me my kid. Well, the judge is gonna love that one at the custody hearing. For years, this fuckhead was whatever emo pussy got wet for, which is weird, considering everything he wears looks like it was inspired by Elton John's dick. But the former sex symbol who had a questionable love of scarves has now become so fat and belligerent that the only one who can see Bam's dick anymore is the guy conducting the strip search every time he gets locked up for doing stupid shit. We mean stupid shit like, allegedly, this one has a lot of parts, so try to stay with me here. Leaving a note on someone's bedroom door threatening to fuck them up, then pissing in their sink. Which is the ultimate baller move, by the way. Then he punched whoever that was in the face and threatened to, and I quote, put a bullet in your head and kill everyone in the house at Castle Bam. Just because sometimes too much is still not enough. He included escaping into the woods when the Pennsylvania State Police showed up, and of course then going on the run for days. But much like the human version of herpes that he has become, Margera did pop back up again on the radar with the police eventually when he turned himself in, and then later was arrested in San Diego and charged with corporal injury. Corporal injury. Holy shit, that's hard to say which is basically just a funny way of saying he assaulted a woman, which of course surprises no one. Little known fact, in late 2021, a fake report came out that Bam Margera had died, and an unbelievable amount of people believed it. And then in early 2023, Bam stated on Steve-O's podcast, Wild Ride, that he was pronounced dead in 2022 after suffering five seizures and stopped breathing. And a very believable amount of people said, damn, we were so fucking close. So we don't know what his family and friends are doing about the massive train wreck that is Bam Margera, but holy fuck, somebody get on that shit pronto before the next story in the Peter Pod Network involving Bam Margera. Us includes a clock tower and a fucking rifle. No one loves watching a closeted crackhead's life fall apart more than the Peter Pod Network, I promise you. But goddamn, guys, this guy is becoming the equivalent to Chinese bats. The only exception is that we know at least one person who was willing to put a part of the bat in their mouth. Now that Bam looks like the Stay Puft Marshmallow and contracted scabies, we don't see anyone wanting to put any part of Bam in their mouth for a long, long time. 
And just being honest here, a little word to advice to any girls out there who do still want to fuck this tubby bastard. Make sure to require a blood test first. He may look like his veins are full of bacon grease and poor decisions, but he also looks like there may be some hepatitis mixed in there as well. Before we drop this and move on with the show, yeah, we want Bam Margera to get a hold of his shit and learn how to calm the fuck down and get some help. Yeah, we are assholes, but we aren't heartless monsters. Maybe this time when you drop him off the rehab, which unless he hasn't already invested in a rope and a stool first, you can send someone there with him to keep his ass in the building this time. And also, this one's just for us, remind him that while, yes, he is still on TV, the local evening news is not the show you want to be the star on. And speaking of your local news, New Hampshire's PPN news is coming your way right after this. There's an island sinking deep And in the motion the moment's hitting me My thoughts are stolen and they take away my sleep They use a potion they call LSD After the sunrise and the sunset hello I know I'm out of my mind but I was pretty cool you can see in my eyes there, the side moves. Then I picture the world outside, and it all goes boom. Then the couch keeps on talking about his plans to take over the world someday and be my friend. I know there's only one way to save the day, so I put on my cape. Start to play Start to play Then when the day does end and the dark is hitting me I look around for answers like we're on my feet Then the moon doesn't answer but the mailbox does it asked me to be its helper with its mailbox stuff. And a couch keeps on talking about his plans to take over the world someday and be my friend. I know there's only one way to save the day, so I put on my game and start to And be my friend I know there's only one way To save the day So I put on my cape To start to Out in the ocean there's an island sinking deep And in the motion the moment's hitting me My thoughts are stolen and they take away my sleep 
They use a potion they call LSD. Live from the Peter Pod News Station's world-famous Stage 5, join our hosts in discovering what makes you tick, New Hampshire. Is your neighbor secretly running a Taiwanese brothel out of his basement? He is. Are they open when I get off work tonight? They are. Do we know if they accept checks? They do. Can someone call my wife and let her know I'll be late? On it. This is... The PPN News. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to local New Hampshire news. First off, tonight's all you potheads out there. We're pretty sure New Hampshire lawmakers just told you to go fuck yourselves. As WMUR is reporting that the New Hampshire House Commerce Committee couldn't come to a decision on what the bill that would make smoking that good sticky icky should include. So they gave up on it. While we couldn't tell you all the particulars that couldn't be agreed on, we do know that one of the issues that was being questioned was what to do with the medical marijuana shops that already exist. And whether it's a good idea to force them to become part of a state agency would be created to control the industry in New Hampshire. Ironically, those in favor of the bill were also suggesting moving forward with what they have and working the rest out later, which sounds exactly like the lazy shit someone who smokes pot would do. As we said, all the details of the bill have not been revealed to the public, but we hope whoever was in the room was smart enough to include bringing back the Choco Taco. Shit was like ambrosia after burning one down. Also tonight, does New Hampshire have its very own serial killer? Rumors have been circulating after someone put together a pretty long fucking list on Reddit. Dead bodies that have been found in or near wooded areas and bodies of water all throughout New Hampshire. And holy shit, they may be right. This list is fucking depressing and silly. And if it's correct in its assumption, somebody's been busy. Law enforcement is denying there's any evidence of a serial killer, but the six women found doing their best Queen Elizabeth impressions in wooded areas over the course of the last six months, in Plymouth alone, have people calling bullshit in the five agencies that are investigating the deaths mainly because five agencies are involved in the investigation and you'd have to be a goddamn moron not to think there isn't something going on. We should remind our listeners that these are internet detectives on Reddit, though, and not actual trained investigators. And when you combine that with the fact that a lot of the people online talking about a serial killer in New Hampshire are also some of the same people who use the characters from Avatar when they play Fuck, Mary Kill, well, then you realize maybe this could be nothing. But it could also be something. So do us a favor and make sure when you head off into the woods, bring a friend, just in case. And in our last story tonight in the PPN News, Manchester's own Delta Dental Stadium, home to the New Hampshire Fisher Cats, has just been awarded the AA Baseball Best of the Ballparks honor, competing against 29 other ballparks in their league. While some are calling this a great honor for the city's minor league baseball team, most are wondering what is it exactly about an $8 hot dog, warm flat beer, and a drug-fueled homeless camp stretched out back that makes it such a great place. Residents of Manchester are asking, what do the other ballparks look like they were deemed to be inferior to a stadium that regularly has dead bodies found in the wooded trails that surround it? Was it Manchester's ability to have a daily OD in and around the ballpark for a couple years now that put us over the top? Or was it the fact that about half the citizens in the city hate the ballpark because of the fireworks show that can be heard two towns away on a random fucking Tuesday? This is the first time Delta Dental Stadium has won the award that began in 2015. And if that random homeless guy who likes to jerk off onto the windshields of cars who park around the stadium has anything to say about it, we're probably not going to win it again for a while. Our world is next, right after this word from our sponsor. Do you miss those good old days when you knew that when you got home after a long, hard day of work, you could sit back with a nice cold beverage and you didn't have to worry if your son would come to the dinner table wearing a dress? Remember when your wife just shut the fuck up when you told her to? Hi, you may know me. My name is Jeff McConaughey. 
and I'd like to talk to you about Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor. Now, my stepbrother Matthew warned me last time I spoke to you good folks about the beauty and majesty of Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor, because I say things like, who else misses the days when the kitchen was only for women and immigrants? Crafted only from the finest parts of roadkill raccoons and brewed by our master brewers who give you their promise. At this time, they will clean out those toilets before they use them to create that signature turpentine taste that we all have come to know as Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor. So if you miss those days when you knew who your child's father was, or remember a time when body positivity meant not using your four chins to eat enough donuts to fill your four stomachs, then what you need is Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor. For when you want to speak your mind, what you need, a Drunken Advantage. Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor is not FDA approved, which means don't drink it. We make this shit with a boat or a bucket, some surgical tubing, and a toilet. Unless you are able to digest kerosene, do not ingest. Haha, now you can't sue us. another edition of our world which is just our little way of saying assholes are everywhere so might as well laugh about it memorial day in taos new mexico had a hell of a 21 gun salute as two biker gangs the water dogs and the banditos decided to honor our lost veterans by opening fire on each other on a packed street in a quiet mountain town three are dead and a couple more were injured once all was said and done but good news though is the final score in the biker gang retard contest had the water dogs come on top with a two to one score according to the morgue Apparently, Memorial Day stupidity began because of a photo involving another gang, which should be fun to explain to their judge because we're pretty sure these guys aren't going to be able to pass go and collect that $200. Now, so tonight, Al Pacino's family just found out that each of their inheritance checks when the old fuck dies are going to be a little lighter than they thought. His aging actor has just announced that he is expecting his fourth child at the age of 83. Mazel tov. Hot on the heels of last week's announcement from the actor Robert De Niro, his own future pain in the ass, Pacino appears to be quite tickled with his incoming bundle of joy. Oh, honestly, we can't figure out why. Newborn babies leak fluid out of every orifice, and the shit that comes out always smells like the kid needs to see a doctor. We suppose when you can afford a battalion of nannies and have a life expectancy of negative two years, and a newborn baby is probably the equivalent to getting a really stupid dog that wears pants. Best part of this story is the fact that Al Pacino, who honestly looks like he has a lunch date with death, was able to convince the 29-year-old future mother of his child to let him stick his old wrinkled dick in her to make the fucking thing. When you look like your great school teachers were also the same guys who built Stonehenge, well, that says a lot. Next up, a verdict finally has been reached in the rape trial of actor Danny Masterson as the jury has found that That 70s Show star guilty on two counts of rape. Now we know why Hyde wasn't in the Netflix reboot. Masterson's first trial ended with a no decision as the jury couldn't agree if he did in fact pull a Bill Cosby and rape the three women who accused him of drugging them and then forcing himself onto them. Currently, the actor is sitting his ass in jail until the sentencing hearing is scheduled. We imagine probably doing his best to not track the attention of his new cellmate slash boyfriend Paco. But once scheduled, Captain Rapey's looking at up to 30 years behind bars. If he did actually do this, sweet. And it looks like his trial may have taken a bite out of the Church of Scientology as well. As the district attorney on the case flat out told the jury, the church taught his victims that it was their fault. 
and then drag the church that drinks the drip that falls out of Tom Cruise's ass for trying to make their celebrities untouchable to the law. Masterson's wife, Bijou Phillips, who had been by his side for the entirety of the two trials, has been adamant that her husband is innocent of all charges. And she also made a gasping noise as the verdict was read and her husband was let out of the courtroom in handcuffs. Some have noticed that the noise she made was proof that she is a devoted wife. While others believe as soon as the verdict was read, she made the noise because she realized she has all his money and at least five years have the time of her fucking life. Then in our next story tonight on Our World, the kind of fast food restaurant Arby's had an unexpected new product that they found in their freezer. Human popsicles. While we understand this story is sad on many levels, it's also kind of fucking hilarious, so please bear with us on this one. 63-year-old Nigel Lee, a temporary manager at an Arby's in New Iberia, Louisiana, was found dead by her own son who also works at the restaurant after she accidentally locked herself in the freezer and froze to death on the morning of May 11th. Now we understand this is a sensitive story involving someone who isn't one of our usual criminal asshats, but an Asian lady was found frozen solid in a freezer. And if you think this program won't ask something like, if I were to lick her, would she taste like teriyaki? You haven't been paying attention when you listen to this show. The family of the deceased is suing the roast beef connoisseurs. Apparently the lock on the freezer had been broken since last year, and it seems that Arby's knew and didn't do shit about it. We here at the Peter Pie Network hope that the family wins their day in court, as this does appear to be an obvious case of unsafe workplace. But we have to ask, we know this is sensitive, but please don't hit them for everything they have. They got this beef and cheddar sandwich thing that can make your dick get hard. If you shut them down, I'm going to have to rely on my girlfriend to do that. And uh, She's a nice girl, don't get me wrong, but uh, eh. And in our final and absolute favorite story of the week, most because we had to leave a shitload of jokes in the cutting room floor for this one, the musician Lizzo has announced to do the insane amount of fat jokes about her. She may decide to give up music for good. We just got to say, the boys at the buffet, they don't accept EBT, so get your fat ass back up to the microphone, Moby Dick. That's right, the woman whose panties could be used to sail boats clean across the Atlantic. And somehow surprised that people might have a comment or two when someone the size of a water tower throws on a sequin thong bodysuit and spreads their legs on stage while singing shitty songs like Truth Hurts, which you have to admit is ironic as fuck. I know we're supposed to be better than that, but shit, son. You can't ask people to keep it to themselves when Pizza the Hut, who looks to be about four extra cheese pieces away from a massive stroke, which obviously means one night's worth of dinner to her, is using her 16 chins and four stomachs to talk to them about body positivity. Yeah. And shit is going to have some stink every fucking time. So no joke, Lizzo, I know you're probably never going to hear this, but just in case, the Peter Bond Network is fully committed to pointing out the fact that your campaign to make people feel okay with being so fat that their heartbeats don't go ba-dum, 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 but they do go ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So prepare for many years worth of fat jokes that point out that your ass is so huge that the Rib Shack is looking to open a franchise in the Valley. Stay tuned for the special message right after this.
enjoyed making it. Seriously, the Lizard Report alone made this entire season of the Peter Pod Network more than worth it. We could have made fun of that human equivalent to an overstuffed jelly donut straight through to season three. Make sure to show your love by subscribing to whatever platform you're listening to us on and follow us on all the major socials. Our analytics tell us the most you listen to the Peter Pod Network during work hours, so to make it easy on you, you can find us on Amazon Music, Spotify, YouTube, Samsung Podcast, and a shitload more. Just type in Peter Pod Network and see what happens. And to find the archives of all things Peter Pod Network, simply head on down to PeterPodNetwork.com, where you can find all the full episodes, even the really embarrassing early ones where you're more angry than anything else. Still funny, though. Gotta be proud of that. And if you have a suggestion for next week's mascot, then send your nominee to the PeterPodNetwork at gmail.com. Also, we can finally announce the winner of a contest from Season 2, Episode 3, entire Cody of Litchfield, New Hampshire, which, yes, freaked us out so much we had to make sure she wasn't related to the butt slut. Is the winner. We'll be sending her a check for $50, and it looks like I scored a date as well. So as we all know, if she ends up being batshit crazy, you're going to hear it on the Peter Pod Network. So for Will in the Back, I am Peter Pod, and our mascot, the shriveled-up corpse of Queen Elizabeth II, is actually starting to smell. Guess we should have waited a little longer for digging around that dumpster behind Buckingham Palace. Thank you for checking out Season 2, Episode 16. We'll talk to you again next week, only on the Peter Pod Network. Seriously, go outside. There's a whole fucking world out there ready to be explored.